Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Grace of a Military Child and Life podcast. Military families are not like your traditional family. They are strong, brave, resilient, and some of the most incredible people I know. My name is Gracie, a U.S. Army brat, and I am your host. I am honored to be able to give military family members like myself a place for them to share their stories and experiences in the military life. Stay tuned for this week's guest. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Grace of a Military Child in Life. Today, I am super excited to be here with Erin. So, Erin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. How are you? Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm doing well, doing well. (laughs) Absolutely. So, tell me about what it's like being part of a military family for you. Oh, there's a lot of, (laughs) that's kind of a broad question, you know, (laughs) um, I am a military spouse. And so um, I did did not grow up in a military family at all. I mean, besides my, you know, my two grandfathers served for uh, like a few short years. And I don't even know what war, just a long time ago. (laughs) But other than that, I grew up in the Midwest with no military affiliation, knew nothing about it. So so meeting my husband um, and also his family is no one is really in the military besides like a one grandpa. Um, it's interesting. It's now it feels natural and normal because we've been doing it for seven and a half years. Um, and it would feel weird to, for my husband to be out of the military now almost. Um, yeah. But now it just feels natural and just kind of our normal lives. <laughs> so it's pretty good. I'd say not too bad. <laughs> yeah, it's normal. But, you know, when, you know, kind of like you said, you look at it from that civilian aspect of it, it is not normal at all. So it takes some adjusting mm-hmm. getting into it. And then I can say from experience, it takes some adjusting going out of it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Absolutely. I'm we're not anywhere near the period of like getting out of the military or my husband is not. So we're here for the long haul. And sometimes, sometimes that's like a little daunting, but other times it's not because there's, there is a lot of security that it can come with, you know, being in the military for so long or being, having your spouse be in for so long. Yeah. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I love that. And you know, a lot of people mention that like safe space, like you feel so, I mean, yes, you live on base uh, for the most part. There are people who choose to live off base, um, but living on base, you literally have security guarding you. Um, so both in the literal sense and the metaphoric uh, sense of of security and feeling safe mm-hmm. and guarded. Yeah. Yeah. We Living on base is something that we have actually never done. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we, we live out in town and we own a house and, um, currently we, well, right now we prefer that way. It feels, um, a little more, not so like inundated with military life because right. I mean, I, I obviously we have not lived on base. Um, but there's a little more of a, a break or a detachment um, from leaving work and then coming home because you're still not on base, I guess. Right. Um, but we have yet had that chance to live on base. If that, that obviously the opportunity may come. Um, but we, yeah, we enjoy living off base, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty fun to be able to own a house and get to know your neighbors and um, also put your foot outside of the military life and get to know people. 
that are not necessarily incorporated with the mills. <laughs> so that is kind of nice to have that aspect of it too. Yeah. But also the military side, it's nice to be able to connect with people who are in the military community. Right. And there are people who, you know, there are quite a bit of people who choose to live off base. So it's not like you're the only ones. It's not like you're doing it alone. Um, and there's also, you know, still that opportunity to have military, you know, neighbors and other people on your street that know the lifestyle that you're living. Um, I always loved getting to know the culture outside of the military bases and in the different areas we've lived. Um, and so living off base and being part of that community of civilians um, in that area mm -hmm. is also fun. And it's a good opportunity to to be able to connect more with the location that you're at, you know, for such a short period of time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's we live in North Carolina now. And um, we have I mean, when you live near a military base, it's, you know, like this giant military town and right where we're at. There's so many bases in North Carolina, so it's like heavily military populated. Right. So almost, I feel like almost everywhere we go, because there's, you know, like three or four bases within an hour of each other. There's a lot of people who have retired or people live further away from the base to live somewhere else. Um, you know, they commute because they want to live in a certain town or something. And lots of like that are around businesses, military currently. So there's even, you know our neighborhood, there's like so much of it there. And there's always the summer market and the PCS season is coming upon us. So like a lot of houses, a lot of people are moving um, that are, that have been in the military. So you definitely get a good mix of both, but it is nice to be able to go out in town and have your own life. And like you said, get to know the area and the culture and the things that are around, you know, the town and whatnot and getting to explore further out. So and we did a little bit of that this weekend. My in-laws were here. So we, you know, explored the beach a little bit and this place called Fort Macon, which is like a, a restored pre-Civil War fort and um, the beach and different restaurants and whatnot. So, yeah, it's a, it's cool to be in, in, you know, obviously an area I haven't really been in before to live there and get inundated with that culture, whatever it may be. So, yeah, yeah it's uh, that's always a fun aspect. Yeah, there's, you know, pros, pros and cons to everything, you know, living on base, living off base, being part of a military family, being the civilian life, you know, everything that you come across has a pro and con. Um, but I just love, you know, hearing people who live off base because, you know, my dad was reserved. So we lived um, in mm -hmm. Cleveland, Ohio. The closest base was over four hours away. And then Mm -hmm. He was injured in Afghanistan, and so we moved to San Antonio, and we lived on base um, for about three years, and then he retired, and we moved to Florida, and the closest base is two hours away. So it's so different living on base versus living off base, and having both of those, you know, experiences is, is so important and mm -hmm. valuable. Oh, wow. So how old were you when you lived um and moved to San Antonio and lived on base. I was nine when we moved there, and then I was 12 when we moved to Florida. So I was pretty young, um, but it was fun mm -hmm. to to be around military kids, you know, for it, mm -hmm. really the first time <laughs> um, mm -hmm. and experience that lifestyle, like, full force. Yeah, and, oh, and on military base neighborhoods, there's always, like, so many kids and, like, so many, you know, people are always out. So I thought that was pretty fun to have as like a childhood 
memory. Yeah, just, I mean, I went to school on base too, so that helps to, you Mm -hmm. know, connect you with with the community and other military kids in that area. But it's so fun to be able to, to, you know, just go outside and there would be other kids playing outside. And my, we were enlisted, but my friends, you know, somehow I always made friends with officer kids. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Mm -hmm. Exploring that neighborhood versus my neighborhood. And then, uh, you know, just everything that comes with the military life is so fun to be able to experience and, to just, you know, and military kids are the best, you know, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I have one but... growing right now, so we'll yes. see. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different but lifestyle so far, bringing yeah. kids, mm-hmm. but yeah. It's... Yeah, we are about to enter a whole new world of, of life, whole new life. Yeah, whole new world. And thinking about the next move, um, because we will move within the next year, less than a year. Not sure where, but it's going to happen. And yeah. pre- even just preparing for it, um, it, like shortly before I was pregnant, thinking about, you know, the possibility of getting pregnant and all the things that have to, you know, there's so many more decisions that go into like where you are and how long you're there. And now that my husband's, uh, he's a, he's a captain. So he's an officer. He's been like, he's been an officer for, I don't know, three or four four years now, something like that. Yeah. Um, so now it's like getting to the point where you have to think about long, long term career moves and is right. this better? Is this location better? And there's so many more like aspects to think about when moving and it's like just so many different things that were not there like the last few times we moved. And we also haven't moved in three years. So uh trying to think about moving again is so daunting especially with when we move we will have a baby which is so nuts yeah (laughs) so yeah so many different things to think about now that we're gonna have a child while moving yeah and it's funny the way you just said that we haven't moved in three years like that is oh yeah (laughs) it sounds like so long for us military people but so short Uh for you know because people grow up in the same town that they're born in and are raised there and raise yeah, their kids me. there and mm-hmm. yeah so it, it was just it was funny the way you worded mm-hmm, that yeah. <laughs> I know and I see and that's something I didn't even realize because you're so yeah. inundated and I mean that was me I grew up in Iowa in the same town lived in the same house for 20 years and then you know moved to Nebraska met my husband and have been off and gone so yeah <laughs> it's funny yeah three years to live in the same place is that's like a long time for a military family, but, and we'll be here for a little bit longer. So yeah, I'd, oh, it's been nice though, to be settled in one place for a while and, you know, get to know the area and really feel like this is like really home. So yeah, that is also a nice part, but <laughs> yeah. And North Carolina is gorgeous. We've been there a couple times, driven through, um, it's gorgeous. It's that perfect mix of coastal and mountains and I love it. Mhm. Oh yeah, we excuse me. It is like by far been our favorite place to be and we've been in um Stafford, Virginia, Pensacola, Florida, San Diego, California and now here um in eastern North Carolina. And it's been my favorite so far because the people here are so seriously so nice. 
I mean, I grew up in the Midwest and there's Midwest nice, but I feel like people here are just, I feel like they're almost even nicer and you have so much, (laughs) like within a few hours you have access to like the mountains, but you also have the beach and there's so many things. It it is, it's gorgeous here. There's lots of history and uh, we just love, and the weather here is really, really nice. Like in our little area. Um, I mean, summer has started and it's kicking in, but it's still not super hot here yet. So it's like, I don't know, between 80 and 90 degrees, but it's starting to get a little bit humid, but really summer kicks off like mid July and it's really hot in August and September. Um, so we have that to look forward, but the seasons here are so gradual and I've spring used to be like my least favorite season because growing up in the West that can be like, it could be either really cold and rainy or it could be super right. hot and humid and mix of both. You don't really know what you're getting. But here it's so gradual that the spring is just beautiful. And we have a screen and porch that my dogs and I love to sit on and like, I'll read. That's like our, I basically live there half the time. <laughs> so I, the weather here is so nice, super gradual. Yeah, I, we love it here. I will be, we both will be very sad to leave this area. Yeah. And there's also a, a, a chance that we come back because um, we'll keep our house and rent it out and whatnot. But there's always a chance that we could come back, uh, which would be exciting. But we will be super sad to leave this area. Yeah. <laughs> which is crazy. But yeah. Yeah. No, you grow to love so many places. And, you know, just from from what I know there, the people who have lived in North Carolina, from your explanation, like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, it sounds like paradise. And everyone thinks Florida's mm-hmm. paradise, which is where I'm at now. But I can tell you, I mm-hmm. remember Florida, you know. So. Yeah, we lived, we were in Pensacola for a little over two years. And we did really like it. Um, the humidity, uh, no, can't yeah, do. No. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I, whoo, that we had forgotten how humid it is. Because it's humid really early on in Florida. Like, yeah, you hit, like beginning in March and it is humid. And so we were, um, we moved to California for just a year from Florida. And then we moved from California to here and we went back through Pensacola on our road trip, um, to, to North Carolina and being, we were there for like two days and that was the end of March. Yeah. Was that? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. The end of March. And I was, it was, so ungodly humid at that time and I was like how did we live through this for like two years (laughs) I mean I swear it's literally like the most humid place I mean some people are like oh the Midwest is super humid I mean everywhere kind of has its own humidity levels and the Midwest can be really humid but that is like a I swear it's a whole another level Florida just has its other level of humidity and it is so miserable to suffer And it's hot forever. So, and then you got, you have hurricanes to deal with. We have obviously some of that too here, but the weather, not nearly as bad. So we, it's like, it's like the perfect little, it's a hidden gem, I call it. Cause it's just such a cute area. We love it. Yeah. And you know, I'm in South Florida, so it's even, I mean, I spent like a week in the panhandle uh, years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it, it's bad up there too, but I think South Florida has, has mm-hmm. a different level and of intensity too. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, 
Yeah. It's brutal. We're all like, all right, you know, we've been here for nine years now. And I mean, I'm an adult, so I can move wherever I want and whatever. But um, we've all kind of come to the realization we just spent a week in Maine and we're like, yeah, we're done with Florida. <laughs> this has been enough. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's so fun. Oh, to- yeah. I can understand that. It's, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's so fun sorry, to travel. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. It's so fun to, you know, travel the world and, you know, you, you know, literally been on different coasts and, you know, so many different regions mm-hmm. of this country. And you find, again, that pros and cons of every area. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, most definitely. It's funny the things when we first got married and moved, you know, we were like the only people that my husband was like the only one in the military. And so we were the only people that are like, they go off and move on and live in different places, whatever. And people are like, Oh, that's gotta be so exciting to like live in different places and experience the world and da, 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 da. And it is fun. But at the same time, it's kind of daunting because you're like, I have a whole lot of life to live in a whole bunch of different places and a lot of transition and stress to deal with. Right. Um, and it's funny because back then they're like, oh, it's got to be so fun to, you know, experience all this, these different places. But on the backhand, you have to remove people are like, oh, that's got to be so stressful. Like you don't get to put down roots and you're constantly moving because we were the first few years when we moved here three years ago. That was move number five. In oh, my gosh. Four years, four or five years. Wow. Wait, four years. Yeah. So we like we moved a lot in a short amount of time. Um, so it felt like we were just constantly moving there for a while. Yeah, that's uh, intense. But too. yeah, uh huh. So yeah, but and then people were like, "Oh man, it's got stuck to be you know moving all the time and whatnot." But when you're kind of in the, the when you do move a lot, you're kind of in that moving mindset, so it's not as bad, I guess. Right. Um. So it's, it's, yeah, it's like a weird combination of things. I don't know. And when it comes to moving and people talking about like civilians talking about that, there's so many things that people don't know, you know, like everyone thinks that the military just automatically moves you and you automatically have a house when you go there. Not not that there's anything (laughs) wrong with thinking that, but it's, yeah, you I mean, when you're not living it, you have no idea. So right, exactly. so many people thought like, oh, well, you move there and they just automatically have a house on base for you. <laughs> like, no, that's not <laughs> how it goes. And people don't really, you know, they don't know that how many people work on a military base mm-hmm. that are, I mean, there's contractors and then people in the military, but there's so many people there and there's military bases are not large enough to house every single, you know, member there. Because then it would literally be, I mean, it is its own town, but like it would literally be a legitimate town. Um, So I'm like, nope, you still have to find your own housing. If you live on base, you got to like get on a waiting list and apply for it and still have to find like rental housing. And yes, they give you like allowance for housing, but you still like, you got to figure it out. You got to figure out how to get there. You got to schedule your movers. Are you moving yourself? You know, there's just like, it's a whole other ballpark all other game yeah um, and man is it daunting so but then you know you do it once and it's not that bad so yeah and yeah <laughs> you know I love 
you know, this is so great, like such a great platform to be able to share what it's like in the military life, because you're, you're right. If you're a civilian, you don't know. You don't know the challenges of moving and going somewhere and having to, one, pack your boxes, because let's be real, who wants somebody else packing your boxes for you? <laughs> like most people mm-hmm. would rather do it themselves. Um, So you have to pack oh, your see, own boxes. That's, I'm different because I'm oh, like, really? someone else packed this stuff for me. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess I don't mind physically packing, but when you have to do your whole entire house and then like it's put it in lot. a truck, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I always remembered like, I mean, we only moved twice, but you know, from that and then from my friends, it's like, you know, we would pack as much as we could ourselves and then everyone else would load it on mm-hmm. the truck because that's, that's where it comes a lot of work, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, yeah we doing have, all that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We have, uh, we learned we, the very first time we moved, um, you know, we had, we gotten married in January and we left in June and my husband was like, we're going to move ourselves. Like, this is going to be our first big thing that we do. Like, you know, we're like 23 and (laughs) he just like wanted this kind of to like solidify us. And so (laughs) we did it. And that was the move itself, like, wasn't that bad, but it was just was it was stressful because it was the first time I was really leaving home. So it was more emotional for me. Um, but physically moving our stuff was a, oh my gosh, that yeah. was like just the biggest pain and getting there. Uh, we had, you know, a whole flight of stairs to walk up and it was June in Virginia, right. which is Virginia is humid yes. and hot. And so like that day we called to hire movers to, <laughs> to like unpack the stuff. And yeah. so because at that point, you're like, you don't want to move anything. You just traveled across country. You don't want to move those boxes. Just like have someone else come in, point and point and put the box there. And yes. ooh, even if um, we did technically, when we first moved to, or where do I live now? Oh my gosh. You know, this <laughs> happens to me all the time. I'm like, North, wait, where? Yeah, North Carolina. It took me a bit. Going from, yeah, going from California to North Carolina, like those words are like intermingled in your brain. So I was like, how? No, uh, North Carolina. <laughs> so when we moved here, we um, wanted to purchase a house because we we're going to be here for a while. And so we rented a house for a little bit. And then we purchased a house like four or five ish months later. Um, and we did move ourselves then. Obviously, because it wasn't a uh, military move, it just was in town. So, yeah. Um, which actually I, we found so easy, like people who move in town like that complain. I'm like, that was like literally the easiest move ever. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, we just like packed up our stuff and some, like some, because we knew we were purchasing a house and we're looking for it. We had like some of our like storage stuff and some stuff that we were like, just not going to use still packed in boxes. Yeah. So a little bit of it was already packed away, but we, you know got our house, moved into it. We moved ourselves. We just rented a U-Haul and, you know, packed a few truckloads, you know, finished the house. But then we did hire movers for some of the heavier stuff, like our bed sets and bigger furniture. And um, they moved that stuff. But that wasn't that bad. Uh, one thing I don't like about moving is is unpacking, which is, to me, unpacking is like the worst. Yeah, <laughs> it just, really is. It, it, oh my gosh. It's, and it's so funny because I don't mind physically packing a box. My yeah. husband and I are opposite. 
So when we were like getting ready to move, I did majority of the packing, um, like in our rental house to move to the new house. Yeah. And Brennan was like, cool, take it. I hate physically packing the box. <laughs> and uh, then we got here and he did a lot of like the unpacking. Um, I mean, I put a lot of stuff away, but like the physically getting things out because things are yeah. wrapped so many oh, times. Yeah. And so you take that out and that takes forever. So unpacking, oh, I know. I hate unpacking. <laughs> I know. Then you just don't realize how many things you have and you're like, oh, oof. Especially because <laughs> you never know the house sizes that you're going to have. And so moving, you know, I wasn't really a part of the move from Ohio to Texas, but then the Texas to here move and unpacking everything. Luckily, we're in a little bit of a bigger house now. Um, But then when we did a TV show that came in and redid our house, and so we had to pack up everything again. Mm -hmm. And that's when you realize how much stuff you actually have. And unpacking is just, it's so stressful. So stressful. Mm -hmm. I will organize everything. Like, I'll empty my closet out and reorganize it again once every couple Mm -hmm. months. But if you give me like 10 boxes to unpack, no, I'm good. <laughs> yep. I am, the, I am the same way. I am the same way. And now that we're eventually going to move again, we're, we're going to have more stuff because now we have babies. So we have all this like right. extra furniture and baby clothes and stuff that she will use eventually when she's a little bit older. And it's just our stuff, you know, each time we move, it gets a little more and more and more and more. So, yeah. And if you do a military move, you only have a certain weight limit that you have to, mm-hmm. to fall in. And it's so stressful. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I have a friend actually that is a lot of my friends here are moving this summer. And, and it's weird kind of being the one that's been left behind, I guess, because I do have a few friends that they moved here and then their husbands are now out of the service. So they're staying here. Right. And then I, you know, not like I, those were only my only friends. I have a few other people that I know, but a lot of my group, yes, have transitioned to the next space and moved. And I have a friend that they are, um, they came here from the UK. So he's like a British officer mm-hmm. um, and they do things obviously differently and they're moving to Hawaii and they, when you for U.S. military, when you move, everything is by weight. You know, you have right. a certain weight limit. And they do give you, like, quite a bit. So it's, right. I mean, we've always been under the weight limit. But them, it's by volume. And so they were telling us about the experience of when their movers came in and, like, packed things. They were trying to do it a certain way. And they were like, no, 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 no. Like, you guys do things by weight. So you can pack one box. But, like, here you need to pack things within things. And, like, if, like, say you have a like a small garbage pail or like organizational bins, they'll pack that individually and then find that in a box. And they were like, no, 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 you need to pack everything inside of things because we have a volume limit. Wow. So like how many physical boxes we can put in the truck, which is like crazy. I, yeah. It just like, it makes sense. But at the same time, you're like, you think you would want to do it by way? Oh. Yeah, their, their experience seems so much more integrated and stressful. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to move. Again, yeah. like out of their own, you know, home country to Hawaii. So, right. That also, that sounded very interesting. And I'm, gotta say, I'm not jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's always fun hearing, you know, the stories of, of al- our allied forces and what it's like being in different militaries. And we just, mm-hmm. uh, 
we had lunch with a friend who's from from the UK and uh, Scotland. Mm -hmm. And so it's fun, you know, hearing what it's like for them and, you know, what they're even we talked a lot about their medical procedures um, Mm -hmm. and how that goes in the military life. But it's so funny hearing volume. I would Mm -hmm. not. I would be so confused. I'd be like, why am I putting stuff in my garbage can? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, hearing their experience with the movie, I was like, that sounds like it was a very successful day. So yeah, really yeah. interesting. Moving is just like a, it is its own game. <laughs> it is. So the last mm-hmm. thing I always like to ask, and this is, Sometimes a loaded question for some people, but what advice would you give to another military spouse? Oh gosh, you know, I was thinking I was thinking about this because I thought she's probably gonna ask me about the advice question because <laughs> I had, you know, been on other military podcasts. Yeah. And that's why I was like, what would you say to a new military spouse or other military spouses? Yes. And the biggest thing I can say if I were talking to myself as a new military spouse is to embrace the lifestyle as best you can and try to go with the flow because things are going to change and change again and change again and then change back and lots of things are going to be thrown your way. So it's hard to, but it's easier to hard to do, but it's easy once you get used to embracing the lifestyle and, um, what was my brain just like blanked out this whole pregnancy. (laughs) I swear. I just like, Sometimes I'm in La La Land. Like, I don't know yeah. what's happening. I've heard pregnancy that brain is so real. It's, you know, this is off topic really quick, but I read <laughs> one of my pregnancy books. It's literally called placenta brain. Oh, my like there's And people call it pregnancy brain, but yeah, the, like, literal term is placenta brain. And I was like, that's really weird. Anyways, different topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, embrace the lifestyle and also... Don't be afraid to go out and make friends and make new friends and just get to know your area and get involved because that's the best way to just kind of like, you know, inundate yourself in whatever life and cultures outside your base or in your base. Get out and go enjoy life because if you sit there and think, woe is me, this sucks, my husband or my spouse is gone all the time, I'm only here by myself, or yeah. I just have the kids. Go out and experience life. Embrace it as best you can. Make friends. Because military like military spouse friends are like the best people ever. Oh, yeah. They're so easy to make friends with. There's such a big community within it. And they're just like they're like the best friends that I have had and will have probably throughout my entire life. So embrace it. Yeah. It's great. I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. And you are on social media, which is such another great platform for for military families. So tell listeners where Mm -hmm. they can find you. Oh, absolutely. My handle and I guess brand name is The Short Wife. You can find me at The Short Wife basically anywhere. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Pinterest. I have a blog that is theshortwife.com. There's different blog articles on mental health and whatnot. But Instagram is my biggest um, social media platform. So you find me there and you'll find all kinds of funny reels and life about military and mental health and my dogs and my pregnancy. So anywhere, anywhere with that, uh, the short way. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Erin, for being on the podcast. It was so fun chatting with you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Gracie. 
Thank you for listening to Grace of a Military Child and Life podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give it a like, follow, and comment. Also, be sure to check out Instagram and Facebook at Grace of a Military Child and Life for more awesome content. For information on the podcast, Military Child Bigs and Littles, Go AMCL blog, or other resources, visit www.goamcl.org. You can also email me at Gracie, that's G-R-A-C-I-E at G-O-A-M-C-L dot org with any questions or comments. To be a guest on the podcast, you can schedule it at www.goamcl.org forward slash schedule a podcast, all one word, or contact me via social media or email. Stay tuned for the next episode where another incredible story is shared.